Hello, and welcome to another episode of 52 in 52. I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. And this is a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today's episode is going to be about Everybody Wants Some, a new movie by Richard Linklater starring Nobody uh, Important. And, um, I think some yeah. people that could be important, though. Maybe in the future, sure. Link, it's Linklater, too. It's giving this proper due. Um, yeah, so we just saw this movie. Uh, it just came out for us in Gainesville. I think it's been out for... Uh, what a week or two, maybe it's about April twenty second today. Yeah, about recording. three weeks, and it came out in New York and California and Austin, being linked Richard Linklater's uh, home city. But now it just kind of went wide this weekend. So yeah, so we just saw this, and um, I don't know where do you want to start. We, we can't really do any spoilers for this movie because it's not really plot driven at all. Because no. there is no plot, but um, yeah. So we're just going to talk about it openly. So if you haven't seen it don't really want to know much about it um i apologize but we can't really split this up into two different sections today that's fine it's just that kind of movie where uh, for those people that are richard linklater completist or have seen a few of his movies most people probably have seen days to confuse which he's called he called everybody wants some a spiritual sequel to that and wasn't totally sure what that was going to mean but then i kind of figured out what this movie was going to be about and it's essentially um, about college baseball players in a fictional Texas school in 1980 and all the hanging out and carousing they do in a few days before school starts. And it's just them hanging out, kind of like they do for one night in Days and Confused, except it's spread out over about four days. Yeah, up three into, or four, I'm not sure. Um, and before, before classes start, and we have a point-of-entry character named Jake, He's played by Blake Jenner. Uh, I knew you didn't know him at all. I watched Glee for a little bit. I gave up on it, (laughs) gave up on it a few years ago. And he he, he was part of the new group of people they brought in. He's actually uh, Mr. Melissa Benoist. You know, Miss Ab- Melissa Benoist. Her. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they, they. I guess they yeah. met when she, she was married. on Glee. They're married. She was on Glee too. Yeah, that's how. Dang. I guess. Yeah, that was like kind of where they both kind of got their. They both got their start there, and so yeah, good for him. Uh, I stopped watching Supergirl, but I like I like her. She's good in Whiplash and everything. Yeah. And so he, Danny he's Collins. Yeah, right. Danny <laughs> Collins. Yeah. Uh, so he he's kind of the point of entry character. He's a pitcher. He's a freshman. He shows up to school and he he shows up to the baseball house, which I thought was kind of weird because these guys yep. they, they get two houses because the school just bought them houses because there's not enough athlete housing apparently yeah so that was kind of weird i mean weak. I, I got past it in a minute sure, but sure. It's it, not, was, it was it was it was kind of weird just i was like wait really they're gonna do that yeah um uh, it's not important to not really but I was, at first i was just like really but I, you kind of you kind of going to live with it after a couple scenes and yeah I, I i really am stalling because it's just these guys that they decide they're gonna go to as many parties and try and sleep with as many girls as they can in the three days leading up to it and we just get to go along for the ride uh did you i i i was optimistic about this movie and i actually don't know if i liked it quite as much as i expected it to but i still enjoyed it and i think you probably liked it a little more than you expected to yeah yeah i just rewatched Days and confused yesterday and not sure why I ever thought that I liked it because it's fucking garbage. Um, and I really don't like Linklater really at all. Linklater. Um, but yesterday you told me you liked four of his movies. Yeah, I like four of his movies. Four and a half now. And you don't like one of them and you assume you don't like another. Yes. So you, but, but that means you don't like him even though yeah. you also like this movie. Yeah, because he made Boyhood, I don't like him. And Anthony's never seen Boyhood, to nope. be clear. But nope. just because he, do you just not like that he did a gimmick? Yeah, it's just you think it's dumb that he tried to do that. I just don't care about a white dude growing up with a bunch of other white people. But you like coming of age stories sometimes. Yeah, I do. But this, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that one. I'm never gonna watch it. So, 
we, we, we had an argument about this off pod yesterday. I didn't, I didn't want to bring that much of it on there, but basically he decided he hates Richard Linklater as a director because he made a movie that he never plans on watching. Yep. This didn't do anything to change your mind about it? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not about boyhood? Absolutely No, not. just about Richard Linklater. No. You can't, no. He can't have just made a bad movie that you never saw, and you and you like him aside from that? You just don't like him? No, I'm just not, not going <laughs> to like him going forward, I think. I saw the movie, didn't I? What more do you want? I, I, you didn't see Boyhood. <laughs> no, I saw this. So. Okay, well, why, why did you like this, given that you watched Days and Confused, you think it was terrible, it doesn't hold up at all. Yeah. Uh, what did this do better? Um... I, I just think it's more interesting and it's more fun. Uh, I watched the other movie and I maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. I really This is from 1980 though. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But I think for the I don't know, that one was just so focused on like drugs and drinking to the point where it just over like it took over the whole movie and while this movie doesn't really have a main character either, that one has even less of a main character and I just really didn't care about anybody and it's very sexist, not that this movie isn't. Um, and I don't know. I just, it just, it really just didn't do it for me. I just didn't care about anybody and I didn't care about like anything they were talking about and all like the, oh, he's so introspective and these are real conversations, blah, blah, blah. I can appreciate that, but it didn't really come through for me in Days as in Days and Confused as it, as much as it did here. For me, the problem with Days to Confused, one, I agree with you on the generational thing. I was just making a point that, like, sure. this is set in the past too. No, what, no, what, I what, what this does better is that I think we can imagine what it's like. Obviously, this is thirty six years ago, and we started college twenty nine years after the events of this movie. But you can imagine being in that setting and just hanging out with people and going to parties and stuff. I can't imagine living in that world of days and confused, which maybe takes place five or six years before this movie. I know it's a seventies movie. Yeah. When I was in high school, I barely interacted with the seniors. I hung out with my friends, and you may, you maybe did more because you played sports in high school. Sure. But I, I, just aside from that, like I just hung out with my friends. I didn't have a lot of interaction with the seniors, let alone having them want to beat the shit out of me all the time. And yeah. it's, for you, I, I guess that's you watched it yesterday, so the drugs stick out a little bit more to, you, to yeah. you. What stuck out more to me was that that whole movie was just driven by, like for, at least for the first half of it, is driven by kids not wanting to get the shit beat out of them yeah. and there's no adults around to really care yeah, it's about it it's not compelling and, at all and it's just like it doesn't hold up because that's stupid nobody it, would nobody would think that's okay today even the people that are doing the, the shit beating maybe things were a little more okay then it was a, corporal punishment was a little more accepted back in those times but i don't think anyone would have literally been okay with just assault and we're just supposed to kind of take that as a given and maybe that seemed a little more okay maybe that seemed a little more realistic to people that watched it when it came out in 1993 but to me i didn't watch it until the first time last year and it just was it just took me out of the movie almost right yeah. away i really even though like i didn't like that aspect of it i really enjoyed that ben affleck performance and i and i enjoyed matthew mcconaughey but that it's, that performance is probably a little overblown it was his, his first role and it was one of the more memorable things in the movie so people like to talk because about it because there's not really because there's no other there's the no other actors in that movie that went on to do a single damn thing besides the two of them and they're like the smallest parts of the movie and it's kind of glaring how much worse the other people are at acting that we spend a lot more time with in that movie and everybody wants some like you said these are all a lot of unknowns but these kids could most of them could yeah. really act i agree i'll agree um the first half of this not the first maybe the first third of this movie though i wasn't that into it i, I wasn't laughing that much and i thought there were parts that they wanted to be me to be laughing at i think the movie was a little long honestly 
I, I guess. don't think it dragged, but it definitely was a little long for what it's and, a, yeah, what for, it ends for up any being. comedy. I mean, most times yeah. when comedies touch, this, this was going up on two hours, hour and 57. And it's pretty hard to have a comedy really hold together for that length of time. It's usually going to drag somewhere. And it's usually the other way around, though. Usually they kind of lose their way at the end. Sure. And in this movie, I thought, just took a while to get its footing. And I, and I enjoyed uh, Blake Jenner. I thought he's pretty good. And he's not given as specific as a character to play maybe or as uh, as much of an archetype as some of the other guys they're trying to they're everyone else a little more of a stereotype and he's not getting pinned down quite as much he's interacting with a lot of different kinds of people and he he, he i guess he part of it is becomes a little more outgoing as it goes on but he kind of he fits in right away yeah and i enjoy spending time with him i think he's it looks like i think he's going to be a good actor but it's things kind of it just I didn't I didn't laugh that much and I think they wanted me to be having more fun right away at that first party, and at the first time they're in this dance hall and it it, it didn't just click for me and so for the the first the last thirty minutes might have been the, my favorite part of the movie whereas the first thirty minutes I was just man is this going to disappoint me because I really had high expectations I think it's just because it's like it wasn't really anything unique it was like oh college dudes drinking beer at a party getting drunk talking about girls and. And all that like generic uh, stuff. So. I think part of it is you just want, when you're when you're in, being introduced to that many characters at one time, it's a whole baseball team worth of sure. dudes. Everyone, you don't, you don't really know who anyone is at first. I think, uh, and and it's already a little tough because in the movie they don't refer to each other by name a ton. Um, there, there's a character named Finn. He's played by a guy named um, where what's his name? Um, uh, Glenn Powell, and he's great. Uh, they refer to him by name a lot. They refer to Jake by name a lot, and they refer to a guy named uh, Coma a lot because I guess he passes out a lot. And those are the only three guys that really get referred to by name a ton. Even though there are other guys that are on have just as much screen time as in, so it's a it's a little hard to keep everyone straight at first. And you kind of have to spend a little more time with them just to know their personalities and know how they're going to react in certain situations. And that whole first party scene kind of felt a little flat for me. There's this they they, they go to a dance club, they bring a party back to one of the baseball houses, and I think you're supposed to be a lot more engaged and a lot more entertained by it. And there's this, I guess, kind of amusing sequence where they're trying to break one of the, they're trying to break the coach's rule about bringing girls upstairs into bedrooms. Not very amusing to me. But the scene where Jake tries to bring a girl back to his bedroom and he walks in on his roommate hanging out with two other guys and his roommate we only met for a few seconds, being kind of weird, talking to his girlfriend on his phone in his underwear, and we don't really know much about this guy other than. They gave him a hard time for talking on the phone, but this this guy is actually really good, and unfortunately goes away for a lot of the movie. But he immediately kills it in this really uncomfortable scene where he gives Jake a hard time, and it's the first time we're actually we're seeing a specific character moment in what this guy can do. And that guy actually plays a much different emotion one scene later. But it's that was where I first kind of thought, oh, here's something where they're actually going for something a little more than just surface level partying, and sure. actually showing them busting each other's balls and stuff like that in yeah. a more in- entertaining way. Yeah. So I- I don't even think it was uncomfortable. I think it was supposed to be played for laughs. Well, you know, he was he wasn't uncomfortable for the audience in a cringeworthy sure. way, but oh, sure, you know, he sure. the character was uncomfortable. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree. I think that we got introduced to a lot of characters, and since there's not really a main character, we sort of spend like a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes with, with each one. I think they did a pretty good job of establishing each character quickly. I mean, I wouldn't say... I don't think that I needed that much time to really understand them that much. I think that they all sort of took a role and then they evolved on that as the movie went along and maybe they got better. 
But I think we I th- kind of understood like where like no nobody was like nice to the freshmen, and then they turned out to be like the meanest dude. You know what I mean? No, like they, they were consistent. It was just when you have that many guys at once. I, sure. I, I I was able to keep them straight yeah, in my head you don't after really I saw know them who a few to times. Focus on and whatever, and I I, I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I thought, I thought Blake Jenner was really good. Um, he was pretty, not, I don't want to say generic, but he didn't really have much to do. There's not really any meaty roles in this movie since it's sort I, of, a I, comedy, I think, I think but. it depends what a lot of these guys do with them. Like I said, some of them are more stereotypical. Here's the stoner dude, which is the, one of the, sure. one of the other freshmen is kind of a, he's a catcher and he, well, he's not, he's not the, the stoner that Wyatt Russell plays, uh, son of, uh, Kurt Russell and also, of 22 Jump Street. Uh, that's the only other thing I'd seen him in. He was really mm-hmm. good with the way he brode around with Channing Tatum and that. Sure. I enjoyed him there. And he goes, he goes a little more all out as a stoner guy here. But there's a freshman stoner whose nickname is Plumber. Maybe that's his last name. I'm looking at it now. Because another guy who didn't really get referred to by name a lot, you just knew he was a freshman. But yeah. he talks with this, yeah, dude, yeah, bro, yeah, frat bro. Um, frat bro kind of voice. And yeah. But he's really funny. And it could just seem like a total stereotype. And it's just, wow, that's really bland. But he his reactions are really good and enjoyable. And just... There's a moment where he sees something involving a refrigerator. I don't need to say that, but it, it just cracked me up, even though just yeah. the way he said it, even though yeah. uh, a line in reaction to something. And he was really good with his timing. And my one problem with all the characters probably was the guy named uh, Jay Niles, the guy with the 95-mile-an-hour mm-hmm. fastball, because I think they wanted to have – they wanted to make some of these guys pretty cool and against stereotypical, stereotypical jock athletes like they did with the Finn guy who's just – happy to be there and he's not judgmental at all when they meet a high school friend of jake's who's clearly in yeah. a different part of the student body sure. and so he's he they're different but they want to maybe have the stereotype there so they have this guy named jay niles who's just like on roid rage all the time essentially and it, every single scene he was in the 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 air just he sucked all the air out of it they like and they like to say that someone chewed scenery, and I felt like he just kind of threw up all over it and just sucked the air out of every scene he's, he was in. Maybe not so much there was a batting practice scene where he was okay in, but there's also a scene at a dance club where I'm just like, I'm yeah, tired. This terrible. goes on for way too long, and I'm tired of listening to him. So they're trying to give these people crazy stuff to do, whereas um, the, the guy, the, the the team member who I didn't I didn't even know his name most of the movie, his name was Mick Reynolds, who's the guy with the mustache, who yeah. um, is the kind of the team leader, sure. and he's a different type of stereotypical jock, but he's so much better. He just yeah. cracks you up every time he's on screen. It might be that he's a little more self-aware of what he's going for than the other guy, where the other guy's going crazy, and he's kind of playing a different version of a jock that's... I don't, I just a little. I guess I'm a little more three dimensional. I'm not sure, but he has some some physical comedy slapstick moments that just land much better. And he just totally he chews the scenery like they like to say some act characters do, whereas the other guy just didn't. And so I think some people made more out of their characters and knew that I need to really figure out this guy and really bring him to the screen in the right way, or else I'm just gonna get lost in the shuffle with all these other guys. Yeah, but I think that's kind of just how comedies are. I mean. In general, you're not going to laugh at every joke. They have to try and land jokes, and a lot of them don't land. Um, I mean, think like – I don't really like the movie t- – I mean, I like it, like Trainwreck, right? There's a lot. There's a good amount of jokes that don't really land, but it's – you. I still consider it a funny movie. We laugh the whole comedy. time, yeah. Um, but yeah there's there's a high enough joke percentage. Yeah, that exactly, and, and I think that kind of is what happens here, and I'm not sure – I mean, Linklater doesn't really – he's not really a comedic director. He's more of a dramatic director – Overall, I would say probably yeah. Um, I mean, Days and Confused and it's not funny, uh, School so. of Rock are yeah, the two sc- things you people rock consider. Two, two things I guess he's done that people would consider comedies. Uh, yeah, 
So, so I think it's for him too, kind of learning how to write, not learning how to write comedy, but sort of attempting to write comedy. And then this is coming off probably his most dramatic movie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. How do you know that? I know culture, Josh. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, um, I've, you've seen the before movies and I haven't though. Those are dramatic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I, I like those movies and I don't like Ethan Hawke. So, uh, you know, good on him. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I, the, the the other thing about this movie I think is um, interesting. You kind of got it, and we when I tried to give my quote unquote plot description is that there is no plot, yeah. and that's the thing I was kind of curious about was because how do you feel about movies like this in general? I, I know you don't like Days and Confused, but there are other examples of movies that comedies that don't have a plot and what is your expectation for something like that and there's no there's not a lot of not really any conflict either so what are you hoping to get when you go to a movie and there's because i I think there's a way to pull off that kind of thing and what what exactly are you hoping to get from it do you just need to laugh throughout or do you need something else when you're not having a through line or a specific plot i think it depends on expectations right because if you're seeing like a ben stiller or will ferrell movie you're not expecting like a, a a dramatic plot-driven thing, right? If you're watching Tropic Thunder, you're just gonna laugh and whatever. You're not expecting. What well, does have that does have a plot? Sure, though. sure, but you're not like expecting some. You're not going in seeing like, all right, I want to know what the movie's about. You're just like, all right, I want to go laugh and see a movie. With this movie, it's kind of different because it's it's not really billed as that, and it's not really billed as a drama either. But I think I I mean it's it's not really. I don't know what kind of word to use, but it's not really offensive in the way that Days and Confused is kind of offensive and like I like really didn't enjoy watching it. What do you think was offensive about Days and Confused? It just I just didn't. It's just I just did not enjoy watching it. It's just not a movie that was enjoyable to me. Um, but like this one, it's the lack of consequence doesn't really bother me at all. One of my top ten it, movies of last year is Magic Mike XXL. Sure, that's and similar. There's no consequence to that. So you did watch it? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't need to gotta, watch it. You gotta to watch know, it. Dude. I want you to watch right. it. I, I will watch it. it. I promise. I, I promise that I one is good. I told you I'd watch it. I just haven't. <laughs> okay, yeah. but that movie is another one. No stakes at all, but it, you're entertained throughout. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's a better movie than this because I wasn't that entertained for the first third of this despite having people that I ultimately ended up hanging out with which shows that they probably could have done something better for that first third, but I just want I just want to be engaged and not wondering why I'm not enjoying this, which is how I felt for a good chunk of the beginning of this. But then it just kind of clicked, and I started appreciating everyone except the Jay Niles guy. And I just loved hanging. I just really loved hanging out with these guys. Um, I thought maybe maybe one thing they could have done was um, I get it. It's about a it's about a it's about a college baseball team. So you're not going to have that many female characters, oh, which yeah. is which is fine. But they introduce you in the in, in the in the first few minutes to a girl who I guess you can tell is going to come back later in the movie. Yeah. Her, her name's Beverly, played by uh, Zoe Deutsch. Is it Deutsch? Deutsch? I don't know. No idea. D, well, she spells her last name. Well, I, I knew her name going in. It's D-E-U-T-C-H, so I don't know how you say it. But Zoe. Sure. But <laughs> girl name played by girl played by Zoe. Beverly is played by Zoe, and it's, it's a funny scene where they where they meet sure. her, and it's I, that's that's probably one of the first scenes that really kind of clicked in the movie for me. Even before that, like they're hanging out in the car singing, and I was just ah, it was oh, it was okay. It was but okay. It, but I don't. It I, don't I wasn't like I felt like I yeah. Maybe it maybe it just went on a little too long. I don't yeah. know. But once they actually meet these girls, it's fun, and she I could tell she's a pretty good actress, and just disappears for way not, too long like an hour and 20 minutes and that's yeah. not even an exaggeration yeah and it's, i get it we're gonna hang out with the baseball team most of the movie and they're just gonna have their eye on girls but there's not a 
I don't know if there's a, more than two female speaking parts until she gets back into the movie. There's really not um, even any. There's a couple like named female characters, but only who say the only a few things in passing. That's important, right? And I, I thought what they did with her and Jake is what they ultimately did was good, and yeah, it, was it, good. it wasn't it wasn't quite as underwritten as something that could have it could have felt a lot more shoehorned in than it did. So that's good. But she's a really good actress, I think. After I I I kind of thought that when she first showed up, but then when she came back at the end of the movie, I'm, I thought I would have liked to have seen a lot more of her. She's yeah. really good, and a lot of these lines could seem like they're just writing her in a way that's just uh, um, maybe the stereotypical uh, love interest love interest, and nothing more than that. And I thought she did more with it than that, and the writing was maybe better than that. So it's not like Linklater can't write females. The I, Say what you will about Boyhood, but he wrote the— Yeah, I mean, in the before wrote, movies, wrote, they're, they're I, female Everyone speaks highly of Julie Delpy in those. He wrote the woman that won Best Supporting Actress last year, so he's not something like an Aaron Sorkin that we'd rather just not see you try, probably. He does get a little Sorkin-y with some of his writing, though, in this movie, I think. Um, just like what do you so mean philosophical that? and like wordy and and i don't know well, like there's a scene where they're high and of course no they're no, 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 no okay. i don't even mean about that oh. just generally i i just feel like sometimes it, the writing is just over too over the top like okay we get it you want to write i didn't quite dialogue. get that vibe but it, when it's a movie like this it's gonna be a lot of talking sure. it's just people hanging out sure, sure but i thought maybe you could have cut out some of that stuff in the first third of the movie with the team that just wasn't clicking i don't know if we needed that for me to get to the point where i was with those characters probably not you could have had a little more with the girls and maybe had one more female her and her roommate or something her roommate yeah we see her roommate at the her end and she's, has she's, a good she's line she, delivery at the beginning of the movie and then she's yeah gone. and then she and then at the end she's reduced to she's like, just like a a love really hey not not me. even a love interest it's yeah. just yeah it's sex, really it's sex it's really bad so yeah. um I, I thought you could have done a little more with that and seen because these guys were really funny and especially um I, I don't know if they were they were total they were just regular college guys that wanted to hook up with girls they weren't they didn't treat them it wasn't that problematic I, I would say how they're treated yeah, it's just yeah. a, a college guys trying to get with sure. girls at a party it wasn't anything I mean, a overly of offensive them, so, a couple of them have better morals i suppose than the rest but sure but a few of them were just they were they were pretty charming and it wasn't sure I mean, it was it was entertaining to watch how they went about it and you could confused you could have had <laughs> you could have had some more scenes where they were trying to do their thing with the girls but the girls were as smart as the beverly character was and actually able yeah. to come back at them and seeing a little yeah. more entertaining as opposed to them just talking at them how about yeah. a couple conversations i know it's i don't want to reduce the female roles to just being the girl at the party but you could have had a little more of that. Instead, it's just watching yeah. them hook up with the girls and the girls not even yeah. saying anything. And it's yeah. it could have been a little – it could have been just been more of that. Yeah, for sure. And it, it, and that's just the way the movie opens too. And the movie opens with Jake driving a car, just a two-minute montage of him checking out girls' asses on the college campus. It's like we don't need that in 2016. It's unnecessary and like you're not even going to have good female roles throughout the movie and you're just going to be this like typical – male dominated uh, direction and it's just i don't know that like that kind of shit is unnecessary we don't need to see girls taking off their panties and shit like that in slow motion for what reason i don't, I don't know it's just i, I don't know. i I, not, I mean i don't like obviously i like girls whatever but like i don't know it's just so pc <laughs> nah, it's I'm not kidding. it's not even pc though it's just like like you said like there should be better female roles. I don't know why. Yeah, just because it's about a college baseball team doesn't. Like, if you're gonna have a two-hour comedy, then yeah, find find a little time to mix it up. Because they more. make comments about like, oh, these girls are too intelligent. You got to get on their level. Blah blah blah. 
And then why don't you show us that aside from like one line and they just tell you she has a typewriter in her car. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the other people would argue like, Oh, that's like how it was, blah, blah, blah. But that's just bullshit. No, those girls have their own world. They exist. I mean, I get it. It's from the guy's perspective, but, uh, more scenes, more scenes like the stuff they have with Jake and Beverly towards the end, just somewhere in the middle, would would have been fine. And I mean, maybe, they could have introduced so many girls at the at the last party and just had them interact. Said there's the one dudes. girl who's like, oh, she's into like astrology, astrology or dominatrix, or domin- whatever. Yeah. And, that, and they, they were just reducing them to that. And yeah, so I, I even like that whole entire party sequence yeah, at the end. Good. But it, it, it could have even been better if they had just had some more entertaining conversations. What he had going on, this the conversation that Finn was having with the girl about astrology was it was funny. It was well yeah, done. I it was well I done. It was good. And yeah. So <laughs> why not just have a few more things like that? Let, let all these guy actors that we've seen just like fucking around with the other guys actually do their do their own thing a little bit and see them in a a little bit of a different mode. I mean, the, the joke was funny where they're talking about how. Oh, every time we're around with each yeah. other, we're talking about girls, and we're around girls we're talking mm-hmm. about baseball. But that doesn't mean you can't have a couple of the guys go off and talk about it. Because the one thing I thought w- was interesting I wanted to bring up was that I couldn't figure out if it did feel like uh, the guy that played um, McReynolds, his name is Tyler Hoechlin. Uh-huh. He actually played baseball in college. I know that. Yeah. And yeah, and he, but he kind of, it felt like he was maybe not available as much as the other actors, and he kind of disappeared at a couple of different scenes. He wasn't at that last party. Oh, true, true. He wasn't at that last party, and he wasn't at, um, and they're like, yeah. There was another one of the scenes at the disco club he wasn't at so i don't know if that was an issue of actor availability or more just getting at the kind of thing where when you're going out when you're in college when there's 16 20 players yeah you're, on the you're team. gonna be going out with slightly different groups of people sure. every time so but it, it was just like i i enjoyed spending time with him so much and so little with the with the jay niles guy it's just switch it up a little bit and um i don't i'm, I'm not shoot I'm not, I'm not i'm not exactly sure where i was going with that but it was just uh yeah. they they had all the, they had a lot of interesting groups of guys and yeah. I liked seeing them hang out with each other but at a certain point put them in a different position have them have some different conversations with people see how they react to these guys and because I, I did like that about where they met up with Jake's friend from high school yeah and that was good that, good that was a cool scene. scene so it's like seeing these yeah. guys interact with someone else and in a different element that and, was cool and be and be uncomfortable when they're always the ones making people uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. right and it's all there's always like someone else who's like more relaxed maybe you know what I mean like they went to the, the the punk rockers house and then they're all like, Oh, like this is we we're always like the confident dudes and now the punk rockers are the confident dudes trying to convince them like their world is like the cool world, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought that was cool and just sort of they just I like that they sort of just immerse themselves in all the different um places that they go and that was sort of uh, self-aware. They had they, the conversation they, about it. I enjoyed how they owned it and how they, yeah, they yeah. T- they talk about how like who are we? We keep going to we go to the disco, then we go to the country bar, then we go to the punk rock concert. What kind of people are we? And like that was interesting, but at the same time, then they were like talking too much about like, at, like you know what I mean. That was where it got kind of sorkiny for me a little bit there. I, I didn't notice that as much. I I preferred it to that as opposed to them ever thinking that they were too good for any of these things. Sure, as opposed absolutely. To just saying, I, I liked absolutely. how they were just we're gonna make the most of this situation. And Agreed. I thought that I thought that was pretty cool. And I guess that's just the kind that's the kind of movie it wanted to be. It wasn't gonna try and make make anyone out to be that bad of a person or have the stakes be low. They just wanted to entertain you, and that's that's what that's what I want. I just want to be entertained throughout a movie like this that doesn't have. That much of a that much of a specific plot. Um, you actually made a good point earlier uh, about Finn because there's this one scene when they're at the disco where he says, "I think I think this is a direct quote." He says, "Am I the only one who doesn't 
who knows that I'm not going to be playing baseball for the rest of my, or who is prepared to not be playing baseball for the rest of my life. And I thought that was an interesting kind of character moment to see how everyone else is sort of acting and how baseball is like their whole world. And they're sort of like, and they, they have this conversation about, well, what do you tell girls when they ask you what you're majoring in? And they says, well, you just tell me you're a baseball player. And I, it's, it, I don't know. I thought it was interesting and, and, did you, did you, did I you want? I mean, I know it wasn't about that, but did you want more of the baseball stuff? Um, with, with how much time we kind of felt well, like we were wasting early in the movie, would you have wanted that? Did you uh, enjoy that base? There was only I, like one baseball scene. Would you have wanted it to be more of that throughout? Maybe or? not more, but I thought it was. I thought it was well done, and I actually liked the way that they they used like the baseball metaphors and terminologies sort of in the real world, and I think that's sort of how those people would talk anyway. So I like that, and I sort of like how they compared it to. Like their real life and and how they, um, what's the word? You know, combined like the baseball world with like their who they are, etc. Because mm-hmm. um, in Days and Confused, there's no football scenes, and you just don't give a shit about the actual football part of it because they're just like, oh, there's this more baseball than there's football. This guy's the quarterback, and it's like this dude is like fucking five six on a hundred pounds, man. He's not the quarterback. Get out of here. Um, and like the whole conflict in Days and Confused is like he doesn't want to sign a piece of paper that says he won't smoke weed and 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 drink. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I guess there probably couldn't have been too much more baseball considering it was only like a three or four day uh, time pe- time period. But mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good baseball scene. Honestly, what did you have? I, I, we kind of touched on most of the performers. Did you have a favorite? Um, I don't know, man. Finn, yeah. I guess. I yeah. don't know. He was good. There, there. I, re, I, re, I really too. laughed at him the most, but mm-hmm. there are also some of his lines that just seemed a little. I don't even know if I want to go sorking like you, but more like you could have let that moment breathe a little more instead of having sure. him just kind of talk and uh, say, sure. "Hey, man, we're having the time of our lives," or this is something. Yeah. He, he he tried to comment on the moment a few too many times for me, and it was just. I'm. I mean, I like this guy, but you don't need him to talk yeah. every I single like second. I like Nesbit. Nesbit was cool. The other thing is, uh, Nesbitt was the old-looking dude who... That guy was like 40. Dude, uh, that's, uh, that's <laughs> my, that was my next point. It's just like sleeping with other people. I don't believe any of these motherfuckers would be in college at this age. I, I can tell most of them were a little too old, but he was just... That was worse than Jason Sudeikis. That well, was worse than Jason Sudeikis. Sure, and then they have the whole thing where Kurt Russell's kid is too old to play baseball, and you got this <laughs> 40-year-old fucking-looking dude <laughs> who's like, yeah, he's too old to play baseball. What? And I, I thought they were going to make fun of him for looking old. That would have been funny but they didn't um but he i mean that dude was so so fucking old yeah it was weird I, and I, I liked a few of his moments too but i'm, I'm like why don't you just make him like the assistant coach that hangs out with the kids that shouldn't <laughs> be hanging out with them or something because yeah. i can't i can't wait this guy's a t- college tune but I, I i i already went on about him earlier but i really liked mick a lot yeah uh, he was good he was really good like i said i i don't think i'd actually seen tyler hoekland anything before besides seventh heaven which is really weird great show and yeah i guess it's weird that like a jewish kid like me watched a show about like a, a preacher's family that much when i was in middle school wow. and high school but i remembered him from yeah. that he played tom Jessica hanks Beale. he played yeah he played tom <laughs> hanks's son in road to perdition which i never nice. actually Seen, that but that was like a, a pretty that was movie. like his uh, breakthrough thing. But he's never really done anything that big before, and I, he really killed it. I thought in this movie, and I hope he gets to do more cool things. But it sounds like, and I like Blake Jenner too. But I thought that Mick was better. Mick it was that was the best performance in the movie for me. Didn't have a as like I said, Finn might have had a couple false moments for me, and Mick did not have a single one, despite that being even a broader character probably, which speaks to his performance. Blake Jenner was one of the finalists for Han Solo, or one of the rumored was ones. He? At some I didn't point. know that. Yeah, so. I think he's a little more of a, um, and he's going to be in uh, Haley Steinfeld's next movie that comes out that 
Edge of Seventeen, I think it got sure. renamed to, or it's yeah. like a love triangle high school thing. With Can't him. wait, dude! I'm so ready. <laughs> and um, our girl needs to act more and stop singing. But uh, but no, he he. I want him to go do more cool stuff. I'm like looking at his IMDb now, and he has like five things in production, none of which I've heard of. And you know how much I'm always looking at movies to come out. So I'm hoping some of this stuff ends up being good and he gets to do more cool stuff. He's, he's like 28. He's also, I think he's like dating Britney Snow. So good, oh, for, good for him. I love um, Britney Snow. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, and I, and I thought, um, I thought Zoe Deutsch, I thought she reminded me of like a young Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Some of her mannerisms. Yeah. A lot and, of that was um, very Anna Kendrick, Jesse-ish yeah, to me. So, um, which is why Pitch Perfect 2 was also bad because Jesse was not there for Anna Kendrick to sort of bounce her character off of it all, which makes her character way more boring. I didn't, I didn't like Jesse as much as you did in the first movie. But, but Jesse makes Anna Kendrick's yeah. character so much better, regardless of if you like Jesse or not. Yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree. Um, but yeah, so good for him. Good for Blake Jenner. Uh, big Melissa Benoist fan, too. And uh, <laughs> I hope to see more of these guys do cool stuff, because yeah. I think that's the one thing that really makes this thing stand out from Dazed and Confused. I know you found some of the other stuff more problematic. The one thing that stuck out to me, aside from all the kids beating up kids in Dazed Confused, was just these aren't that good of actors. And yeah, I think, absolutely not. I mean, that was like Linklater's second film, so understandable that maybe he's just doesn't ha- he's developed a more of a knack for casting uh except he kind of screwed up with the kid in boyhood for or he didn't, no actually I, that was my problem with boyhood was the kid wasn't good when he was old he was actually good when he was young so i guess that was kind of a good casting decision at the time just didn't work out as well at the end but here almost all of these performances worked for me from guys that you had never heard of the guy that played the um the the freshman catcher first film credit yeah so a lot just good on him for really putting together a really good cast of a bunch of people that no one's ever heard of so yeah, yeah. i would have liked more diversity though at the same time the i get i don't know i guess so cool they didn't really they didn't make a big deal ma- out of the black guy yeah they didn't make any black jokes or anything which was fine but also like it was only one black guy <laughs> one black guy and then they have the whole group of girls and then there's the token black girl too uh, when they're at the at the disco bar. Oh right, the yeah. Um and so, it's just like uh could have and then they have well, like the they guy, make fun of the Samoan guy, the fucking bartender. The guy that well the guy that played uh um one of the other older players that just didn't have as much to do was the was the was the main love interest in Gem and the Holograms. His last name's Guzman. So <laughs> Yeah, he's white as fuck. He's, he's really white. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Linklater thought he was hitting like getting his token Hispanic in addition to his token black guy. But nah. yes, I agree. They could have they could have done a little more of that instead of it. Almost calls more attention Especially to your lack in of Texas, It almost like, calls more attention to your lack of diversity when you have one black guy and nothing else. And if you just don't have any color in your movie, but yeah. it's like you could have easily. It, it set takes place in Texas. I'm sure you can find. Uh, I'm sure it, it's, I'm it would sure not be. There are black it, athletes. It, it in would Texas. not be unrealistic to have a Hispanic baseball player in Texas. Nope. So yeah, but what do you like? I mean, yeah, we're, no, we're nitpicking because yeah, the cast was, was good. But it yeah, was, you're uh, right. I mean, a couple of these actors just were a little for forgettable, like the Guzman guy who's white. So yeah. maybe find a different actor that yeah. you did a good job casting all these other unknowns. Yeah, find what's Benny the unknown. Jet doing these days? That guy only acted like three times after <laughs> the Sandlot. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the thing with this movie is at the same time, it's like, it's definitely like a, not even a frat bro movie even, but like a fraternity thing of like, we're baseball players and it's sort of like a male dominated thing. Except they're not like stereotypical frat dudes. Sure, exactly. So I'm saying just like the fraternity of baseball players in that like environment rather than like a frat bro thing. But um, you know, it's a lot of uh, talking about women, uh, talking about baseball, drinking beer, smoking weed, and 
not really much else. So, and I found it really fun to hang out with these guys for the last um, hour and a half. The movie probably shouldn't have been more than an hour and forty five minutes. And, um, but yeah, I I highly recommend it. Um, highly recommend. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I it was mean, fun. I was if, if if it had gone on like it did for the first thirty minutes, I wouldn't have recommended it. But I really I really thought this movie turned around, and I mean, we talked about some of the issues I had with it, but it didn't it didn't ruin it for me at all. So, um, it's a slow time of year because like we we've done a lot of movies this year, considering the beginning of the year is usually slow for movies, but. It, it's, it is a slow couple weeks coming up. There's, we don't have a lot coming out in the next two weeks until Civil War that we have any interest in seeing. So given how few other things are coming out in theaters and how crappy most of the other things are that are in theaters now, that aside from the stuff that's like been around for a couple months now, like Cloverfield, yeah. like sure. definitely go see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was enjoyable. It was uh, something to pass the time. You'll laugh, which I think we've talked about a couple of times on the podcast is how there really hasn't been – too many good comedies in the last five years or so. Have we talked about a good one on the podcast yet? I, I, no. we like, I, I like sleeping with other people probably more than you yeah, and Rachel, but, but I, I, laughed, yeah. I laughed throughout that. Sure. Um, I don't know if we've talked about another one. Um, I mean, I mean that maybe we did. We, we like laughed at Deadpool. Um, sure, Deadpool was amazing. Uh, but as far as a pure comedy, no. haven't really had th- that many. No. If, if we're forgetting one, well, we're forgetting it for a reason. So Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, our, uh, that's our review on Everybody Wants Some. Um, you can find me on Twitter at a clambake, a k l a m b a k e, and I'm Josh Trinovoy at at j o s h j u r n o v o y. And you can email us. Please email us uh, questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, movie picks, anything. Fifty two in fifty two pod at gmail dot com. Five two i n five two pod at gmail dot com. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>